0: Welcome to a new series called Lesson Learned, where we're going to examine 10 couples from the Bible. Hello everyone, this is Stefania, your host for the podcast Resourceful Stuff. First and foremost, I'm so, so, so sorry for, um, for putting up the next episode for the Lesson Learned series. I've been preoccupied with my homework assignment for grad school and my job as a full-time teacher and all the other little projects that I have on the side. <laughs> so it's been quite an eventful year for me, the year of 2020. It's very eventful towards the end, so I'm just trying to survive <laughs> this moment. But... Um, it appears that I might be able to put up at least maybe one or two podcasts a month for this series. I was hoping to be done by, by birth month, which is November, but that's not going to happen, <laughs> unfortunately. But we'll just see. Um, I'll just put it through. And the second thing is, I am just like at all by the fact that there's so many so many of you guys are actually listening to my podcast especially this series a lot of you guys are listening and, spe- and not only that that there's a lot of listeners but there's a lot of people actually signing up um to this podcast as well so I'm truly truly ungrateful and thankful to keep sharing it um if you find it to be a blessing to you Um, in any way possible, then that is awesome. And I'm also amazed by the fact there's a lot of men listening to my podcast. I'm just really surprised by that, especially since they're listening mostly on um, Spotify. So it's a lot of men. (laughs) Hello there. (laughs) I'm glad that you're learning something from this series. Because actually, it's a series that can be listened to, not just women, but men as well. And there's just so many um nuggets and eh, that you can derive from this podcast and actually from the bible itself from all the different couples that we're gonna review so further to episode two of the lesson learned series we're gonna focus on abraham and sarah uh just to be warned i will be triggered <laughs> very triggered by this couple especially by abraham <sighs> Dear sweet Abraham, okay, so let's begin. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode to Les- for the Lessons Learned series where we focus on 10 influential couples in the Bible. So in this episode, we're going to focus on Abraham and Sarah. Um, for those who are interested as to where they can read about them in the Bible, you can go to the book of Genesis chapter 12 to 22, I believe 22. So in the very beginning of the uh, for their story we're introduced to Abraham but his name that he had before, which is Abram and Sarai. So Abram had a calling. God chose him for a specific task. He let him know the plans for Abraham's life and his descendant. So usually, God will show you. There's a saying like in the church. um, God will show you like, or he will provide you with information of your blessings. So that way you can stay focused on that goal. And along the way, he'll give you like steps or guidance as to how you can lead up to it. So you just, so that way you can stay faithful. So when you go through the trials and tribulation, you always think about like, this is a promise and God is always faithful to his word. So therefore, when you do your part, you know that it's gonna lead you a bit closer to that promise. And the second thing is that No matter what phase you are in in your life, you have a calling, you have a purpose. So if you're single right now, you have a purpose. (laughs) If you're married right now, your marriage has a purpose. There's, uh, There's something very specific for that marriage, that mission. So it's always good to think about what is your mission statement as a single person and what is your mission statement as a married couple. A great way to think about this is think about what gifts, talents, or skills you will use to fulfill that mission. And there was something that was told by Amanda Pittman, like I believe a year or two years ago, um, where she talked about purpose. And there's this one question she asked, she stated. In order for you guys to figure out your purpose or your mission in your life. is what breaks your heart. So whatever breaks your heart is usually uh, that's something that leads to your purpose. So God will reveal guidelines for your promise, your purpose, or mission, or calling. So for me, when I answer this question on what breaks my heart, it's quite... Uh, simple it's really that people that have uh, a distorted idea as to what love is what relation supposed to be and just they just have like that whole bubble gum Hollywood or um, toxic reality show as to what a relationship is supposed to be like yes there are times it will be absolutely wonderful and there are other times there's going to be some trials and tribulation. there are going to be some times you know you're going to get on your partner's nerves or he will get on your nerve or she will get on your nerves but you have to be able to compromise and work with one another and to build each other because it's it's something that is a beautiful thing but if you don't have the right mindset for it the right the right ideology as to what it's supposed to be like and the structure that it's supposed to appear uh, in the relation, chances are you'll repeat the cycle. Let's say if you have a parent that are like abusive, they yell at each other, they're fighting, they're cheating and stuff like that, there's a good chance you will repeat that instead of repeating that. Learn from that and know, like I don't want this, so something has to change in me. In order for me to not replicate that in the future. So that toxicity doesn't become, that won't be part of your future. Now, since we talked about God will reveal your promise, Um, you need to focus on your faith. Because during that journey, it's gonna be a long road, it's not gonna be easy. (laughs) It doesn't mean it's gonna be difficult all the way through, but there are gonna be some challenging times. So, this is where you'll have to put in the work when you take the leap of faith. And you have to remain faithful to God even when you grow weary. So, you have to be careful not to take things in your own hands like Abraham and Sarah did. Um, God promised Abraham that he's going to have a child, he's going to have a lineage, he's going to have descendants as numerous as the stars. And in their story, they decided to use uh, Hagar to be the one to be the carrier of the child when really it's Sarah that's going to be the one that's going to be able to birth a child even in her old age. But they grew weary. They, they lost faith in God. So it's really important that you don't grow weary. You do not lose faith. And know And remind yourself, like, the word of God, like, he's always faithful. Yes, good old saying, God is always on time. It's like, okay, yes, God is always on time. But what are you doing during that time period to prepare for that promise? All right, so the third thing. So number two, it what breaks your heart. Number one deals with the purpose and the third thing we can learn is be alone. Do not be afraid to be alone with God. There are times in the story that um, Abraham was alone with God. God will speak to him and he will actually follow through with his instruction because God was testing him to see is he is Abraham faithful. Keyword faithful. God will test you to see if you are faithful. And ever so often, Abraham passed those tests. Even, yes, they, they did have a setback, <laughs> several setbacks in their uh, Abraham and Sarah story. There were several setbacks. We will discuss about that. But it is important that you remain faithful. And whenever God provides you a test, that you'll be able to pass it. If you don't pass it, that's fine. You'll have to retake it and learn from your mistakes so that way when you have to retake that test, when that test come up again in a different situation, you'll be able to pass it. So the aspect of being alone. Take the time to spend time with God until you know his presence. You know when he speaks. God can speak to you in many ways. He can speak to you in his dreams. He can speak to you in his creation. He can speak to you through music. He can speak to you through your friends or family. Or you're watching a TV show, you click on it and boom, something comes up related to uh, what you pray for. Um, So be alone with God. Be alone with God to the point that you can recognize how his unique, way of speaking to you Uh, some people will be able to hear his voice audibly Uh, some people will have vivid dreams and they know that it comes from the lord and he's trying to tell you something second thing is take the time to grow develop new skills create something great build a legacy now Building a legacy is not just, you know, procreating and having kids. Building a lifelong legacy that glorify God. It could be your finances. That's a legacy that you can pass down. um, Teaching your kids or teaching people in your family, friends, or people in the community how to be good stewards with their finance. That's building a legacy because you're helping others as well. It could be teaching the scriptures or teaching kids how to be confident in themselves so that way they don't fall into society um, construct as to how they're supposed to be as a man or a woman. So being confident in yourself, knowing who they are, knowing that, knowing their worth, knowing what makes them beautiful, knowing what are their gifts and skills and be able to cultivate it. That's building a legacy right there. So number four, refrain from encountering an entanglement. That is the word of the summer of 2020, entanglement. Now, for Abraham and Sarah, when I say their story is interesting, it's very interesting because not once, but twice... um, abraham will discuss will you know talk with his wife sarah and let let her know like don't say that i'm your husband say that i'm your brother the first time that was stated they were in egypt because abram at the time his name hasn't changed abram feared that the egyptian will kill him if they have known that sarai was his wife so if she told them, or if he told them, if they share with the Egyptian that they're just brother and sister, he know that he will be able to, they will spare his life, and they will just take Sarah because she's so beautiful. But here's the funny thing, though. The Pharaoh at the time, he took Sarah in. But in the scripture, it doesn't even tell you how he figured out that Sarah was not Abram. Um, um. Sister, but that was actually his wife. You have to be careful who you come encounter with, no matter if you're a man or a woman, in regards to um building like a relationship, like you want to build a marriage, or with that individual, it doesn't matter because there are certain individuals who will stray away from their partner because. They're missing something. They're not getting something that they need or they want, so they rather look out somewhere else. So they will have a house um they would say um an office wife or they have a little side partner or whatever on the side. Refrain from any types of entanglement. Just like the Pharaoh, what happened to him? curses came upon him like their illness came upon him in his household and from there somehow he knew that sarai is someone else's wife so she needs to go abraham has to go they need to leave his household because he was upset like why did you say that she was your sister when she's really your wife and he's like uh, i'm not having it you guys need to go so that way that curse kind of Um, dissipated from his household. The second time dealt with a king. And (laughs) this is towards the end of the chapter of Abraham and Sarah's life. And apparently, we end up finding out that, um, Abraham was telling the truth like, yeah, uh, she is my sister, but we're married. We don't have the same moms, but we have the same father. So we're siblings. And it's like, oh, heck no. And the way this king ended up finding out was that in his household, a curse actually fell upon him. On uh, Like the animals were dying. There was a great famine. Um, people were becoming sick. And God actually spoke to him and let him know, like, yo, listen, the reason why this is happening to your household is because those two individuals are married. You should not be in the middle of this. And because of, he listened to God and he was faithful to God, another thing that you can learn, he decided, he went to Abraham and let him know, like, listen, why did you lie to me? That's your wife. <laughs> Get out. You need to leave with her. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> And Abraham was like, no, I didn't lie, but he's being deceptive because he was only thinking about himself and his family because, you know, they both end up saying that they're siblings in actuality, they were. So you have to be careful with whom you interact with. And that's why it's always good to have a relationship with God so that way God can provide you with discernment the same way the king had discernment about the whole situation as to why there's a curse that fell upon his household and learning that oh it's not good to find yourself in a relationship like you're the third person in the relationship because you will end up getting hurt and you don't want any curses that will fall upon you. You don't want to feel lost. You don't want anyone to disturb your peace. Like, there's nothing good about that. You don't want anyone or be part or get into a situation, I should say, that will disturb your peace. Your peace needs to be protected at all costs. In um, the story of Abraham and Sarah, lies were able to be revealed. As I mentioned before, uh, King, the king, I think it's was King Abelak, um, God revealed to him that, hey, don't trust him. That woman that you put in, in your household as one of your wives or your, one of your concubines, she's actually married. And that's the reason why I place this curse on your household, upon your livestock, upon everyone because of that woman right there. You need to kick the her out. You need to make sure that she stay with her husband and everything like that. So you do not want to be part of, be the third wheel in any type of relationship. Um, so lies will be re- revealed and the truth will be shown. Okay, so the fifth thing that you can learn, not everyone can be part of your journey. Now, in the story of Abraham and Sarah, Abraham had a nephew named Lot. Um, he, uh, when God told him that he needs to leave his land and go to somewhere else where he's going to show him, so that way his promise maybe uh, will be fulfilled through Abraham and Sarah. So Abraham decided to bring Lot uh, on this journey. But during this journey, Lot had his own thought process as to what he wanted to do and abraham as well so and not only that there was like issue going on between their servants because of how the land was distributed between them so abraham just let him like you know what you guys pick whichever side you want you and your family and your servants can stay on that side Of the land and you know roam freely and live as you please peacefully and we will stay on the other side. So you have to remember that not everyone will be part will will be able to you know move along with your journey. Some people will come in for a season and some people will be with you for a lifetime and that's okay. For those who are there for just a season be okay With letting them go. Just be okay with that. Be at peace with that. Don't hold on to it. Just let it go. And keep your eyes focused in the future. Just continue moving forward. If they come back, awesome. If they don't, it's okay. Just keep moving forward. Because not everyone's going to be part of your life. Not everyone's going to stay through throughout your whole life journey will be able to be with you during the good and the bad time of your life so it's okay don't fret don't lose any sleep over it have peace pray for peace and a peace of mind and have a joy in your heart and just you know bless those individuals to make sure and to say pray that they be successful in whatever they do in the same way that you will be successful in whatever you do as well So remember, not everyone can be part of your journey. Number six, don't fulfill God's promise through your own merit because it will reap its own unpleasant rewards or consequences. So as I stated before, Abraham and Sarah, they decided to take matters in their own hand because they're old. And it's like the... How in the world are they going to have a child? It's absolutely impossible for that to happen. Instead of just waiting for God to say, like, this is the time <laughs> for this to happen. And I'm going to keep my word to you guys. So don't take it in your own hands. Because chances are, things is not going to look so great. You're going to have a lot of whatever you decide to do. You will have to reap whatever fruit um, that was created through your own action. So whether or not if it was good or bad, you will have to overcome that. So number six, don't fulfill God's promise. Through your own merit, because it will reap its own unpleasant rewards or consequences. As I stated before, Abraham and Sarah decided to take matters in their own hand and use um, Hagar to, you know, fulfill God's quote-unquote promise. And that wasn't God's promise. God's promise was that for Abraham and Sarah to conceive a child, and that's how the legacy uh, will proceed will be set forth in their lives but they grew wary and they just didn't see like how in the world that's going to happen because Sarah's barren she's really old there's no way she's going to conceive a child and the best solution is to you know use the handmaid and afterwards the handmaid um was able to conceive the child and Sarah mistreated her and God noticed that you know the handmaid was being mistreated, and even though, even though this wasn't part of God's story, what He wanted for Abraham and Sarah, He still blessed Hagar and her child and her child because He noticed that they were being mistreated and everything like by Sarah, and um, He He covered them and. He let Hagar know, like, you need to go back to the camp and everything will be taken care of for them. Um, Sarah was able to give birth to a child, but she noticed that, hey, there's two sons. Only one of them will have the promise, and that's her child, not the other one. And the mom and the son of Hagar, of, and, um, ishmael apparently they were like making fun of isaac and stuff like that so she didn't like that and she just knew that it's her son that's gonna have the promise from god so they need to be um sent out to the desert and to survive but abraham also prayed for his son um ishmael so that way he his family will be numerous as well and they build a legacy through that. So you have to focus on one thing is this. Do not take things in your own hands. Yes, it's going to take forever and a day. But if it's not something that's placed in your path for you to actually move closer to the promise, then don't engage in that because there's a good chance it's going to derail you away from it. And you will have to overcome whatever consequence from that decision, no matter if it's good or bad. You still have to overcome those consequences and you have to move on through that journey with that um, alternative route in order for you to go back into God's promise because you just took a detour. And then you have to go back into the route, the straight and narrow path that God already have or already set out for you in order for your promise to be um, fulfilled. So no detours. We don't want that because it has its own consequences. Yes, you'll be able to overcome it, but it's going to take a little bit longer and you don't want that for yourself. All right. So number seven, the promise or the commitment. You have to remain faithful to it. Whatever promise or commitment that God um, placed before you, you have to remain faithful to God. And just know like it actually will uh, fall through. So don't lose sight of it. Take the time to thank God for it while you grow. So t- while you grow, while you're progressing, and while you're building that legacy, as you're preparing for it and while you're preparing you are putting the footwork of that legacy no matter what your purpose is what you're supposed to do in your life as long as you're putting the work towards it let's say if it's uh, helping kids to be confident and you're having an after-school program for them you're putting the work into that to make sure those kids are successful having different activities that's meant to uh, activate their gifts, activate their talents, helping them to be academically successful, helping them to be um, to build the self esteem, to build their, their self confidence along the way. Thank you for listening to another episode to the Less Learned series. If you have any comments you'd like to share, please post them below um i'm actually using anchor so you can actually find the link for anchor for to leave a voice message you can use that link that's in the description box of the episode and leave me a message uh if you want to send me an email you can email me at resourcefulstuff@gmail.com. at gmail.com if you have any comments or concerns or any thoughts of any episodes you would like to hear from my podcast lastly you can follow me on instagram at resourceful